and welcome to Thursday Lines. I'm your host for today, Nikki. Thursday Lines is proudly brought to you by Little Birdie TV, topsport.com.au, Punting Form and The Comics Lounge. I've got MG in the studio with me today. How are you, MG? Nikki, you're back two weeks in a row. You've... Uh... Super happy. <laughs> tell you what, you've uh, left OB in your dust, you have. Not letting him back into the studio here. No, no, no. He's going to have to suck up pretty big to get back in, I think, you know. Poor OB. He's on the out of you. Take a week off and all of a sudden you... Uh, Wait, you're taking in time. The replacement plays well and you can't get back on the team. That's how it goes, top <laughs> rope, don't you? you don't, uh, don't leave your open chair because someone else will warm it. Absolutely. The Wally, the Wally preview of the podcast... Uh, uh, went uh, uh, played the last game before Lou Gehrig broke the record and played 23 hours straight. So, good luck to you, Wally. What a week in sport, Nikki. Ooh, yep, exactly. It just yeah. um, it was it was been a big, 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 big week. Um, probably for me, I thought um, Wimbledon final was one of the best you're ever going to see. And um, mm, yeah. and obviously we got the Women's World Cup kicking off, which is just great. Great yeah, for women's sport. Yeah, I'm not sure. Uh, how you measure the uh, the weeks in order of sport, but yeah. this 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 week uh, yeah. coming up or uh, we've already started as one of the biggest week on the calendar. Mm. I would have thought with the uh, yeah, as you said, the Women's World Cup starting, uh, British Open, Open, which we'll touch with mm. uh, top rope in a sec with the golf. The cricket started again last night, night for the mm. fourth test. Uh, full slate back with both AFL mm-hmm. and NRL this week. So, yeah, there is plenty to discuss. Plenty to discuss and lots of odds that you can find at top sport. Okay, let's get right into it. Can you give me some AFL news? What's going yeah, well, the AFL round eighteen was uh, has been a bit of a case of the uh, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Yes. So we'll discuss that during the results. But yeah, there was uh, probably the game of the year was seen uh, early oh, on yeah. the Friday night between uh, Melbourne and Brisbane. Oh, yeah. And um, yeah, but geez, I tell you what, the uh, the Sunday fixtures a lot to be desired. <laughs> that was some <laughs> ugly football. Um, but yeah, other than that, uh, yeah, outside that, the uh, obviously uh, I think that. The, the unfortunate news yes. of uh, Melbourne, we obviously pride ourselves on our sporting <laughs> events and stuff and our Premier's let us down again with the uh, pulling out of the Commonwealth Games we just discussed before yeah. we started the show. Um, what a disaster for uh, obviously Victoria and Australia and it's not a good look and uh, yeah, very disappointing from uh, the uh, so-called captain of the state. Yeah. What a disaster. And Dude. for the athletes that use that as a, like obviously I read a lot of statements from athletes and just some comments saying that it's really a stepping stone to the Olympics and they use that and, you know, it's, a lot of time goes into the Com Games. And, um, yeah, I, I don't, I think even as just a general Victorian, you're like, well, how did this happen? Like how do you say, yes, I want it, and then you turn around and go, no, I'm sorry, I don't want it. But given that that's two in a row now, because I think it happened with Birmingham as well. Um, not sure where that stands. Top rope, you think you think it's cooked, don't you? Yeah, well, I'll tell you what, you'd never see this in New South Wales. You'd never see it in the state of PVL. <laughs> no. Wouldn't would, 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 would publicly humiliate ourselves and, and the nation of this absolute disgrace. By PVL, he'd just be dro- dipping into his own back pocket oh, yeah. going, how can yeah, I fund it? it? How can I fund it? Commonwealth Games would be two sports. It'd be horse racing and rugby league. go. I think let me go all agree. That sounds like a pretty positive future plan for the Commonwealth Games. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, in all seriousness, like the Commonwealth Games, you know, and to be honest, the Olympic Games have been teetering in the last kind of, probably decade or two in terms of relevance and their culture. I remember growing up and when I was in Sydney at the Games, you know, the, the number of countries that were bidding on these things, I think the last two Olympics have had a single bidder. Commonwealth Games, you know, you can't remember calls a bidder, they just accepted it. And and for the second, uh, the second in, was second in three, I mean, it's two in a row. Um, that uh, they've been handed off. So, yeah, I'll, look, I, I don't think that this will be the end of the Commonwealth Games yeah, in its entirety, but I think we're going to see a very much scaled back version uh, in the near future. And I also think it, it'll be 
it will be incumbent on the uh, on the the Commonwealth Games Federation to, to look into some of the politics around like Victoria trying to try and give this to regional centres where the cost you know, have a huge potential of like and totally unnecessary costs of like the energy can blame on the Commonwealth Games. This is all dead energy and Victoria's fault. There's no need. No, no, it's pretty well pretty well catered for in terms of having it. You know, there's no reason why you can't take a sport or two uh, out, out to regional Victoria, but why, why you would be trying to build, you know, such significant housing out in big stadiums, utterly ridiculous. Mm. I agree. And um, we've got the British Open kicking off tonight. How exciting. Cam Smith, defending champ. You didn't tip him in the show yesterday, did you? Uh, no, no, I didn't tip Cam. Uh, not putting the line through, through Cam, but... Um, very, very concerned. You, you, you have to be accurate to tell you there are, I think, six big out-of-bounds uh, in, in course, out-of-bounds, out of uh, mainly on the right, so it wouldn't suit my massive slice, but uh, um, but Cam is pretty inaccurate off the tee uh, for a long period of time, so I think that's going to be day. Plus, it is, yeah, extremely good point yesterday on the show. Very, very difficult to get back-to-back as well. So. Um, no, no care is fit for that. I think he'll have a good tournament, but can't him at the top there. Tell of Australians, there's a lot of contenders. There's a big push from Minwoo Lee this week. Adam Scott as well, former former champion. But I was having a little bit on top of Australia. When I say if, I mean when. Um, it'll be Lucas Herbert, $13 off. Uh, got it a good draw, the early late. So uh, uh, draw, I think, will be the way to go. And he has a very good uh, links for MG, who do you like? Because you're not a bad golfer. You're a decent golfer. Um, <laughs> Maybe during the week, you can... Uh... I spent a lot of time uh, looking for the golf ball, unfortunately. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I don't mind. Uh, I'm actually just going to have a something on Hovland, Victor Hovland. Oh, I love his be, outfits. Uh, going to be my go. I know he's not one of the boys' fancies, but you're just getting away from the uh, the yep. top three. What's the uh, top rate? Well, I got you. I know um, you did a podcast yesterday. If anyone wants to check it out, Little Birdie Viewers, uh, it's actually very funny. I did watch it yesterday. So the boys put up a bit of a comedy show. But why is the drift on Ram? I see he's gone out. He was about nine, nine or ten dollars. Now he's out to thirteen, fourteen range. Yeah, so interesting on Ram. We've kind of seen uh, Sheffler kind of trending pretty consistently, and Rory trending upwards. You know, pick on the strokes gain metrics over the last uh, kind of three to four months. We've seen Ram probably drop a shot. Ram runs strokes gained since his Masters win was fallen from three point two. Uh, around to 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 two point two, so um, probably not playing at the the super elite level he was. But having said that, you look at the prices. I'd rather go and run than any of those other three. Any of those other two, sorry. Like it's he, he's getting to a very very backward price. I I, I know he, he was he was dogger selection uh, yesterday, and you know, I, I kind of had him marked as a, a contender, probably too short. If he, if we can kind of get to you know, four hundred fifteen bucks about him. I, 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 I very much think he is worth it. Worth it. But he's, he's won a Lynx courses. Yeah, his Europeans have a, have a very nice um, have a, have a very nice record in, in the Open Championship. So yeah, I, I think it's getting a bit silly on uh, on Rory and Scheffler and the run price is getting very very tempting. Okay, yeah. bit of value for both of you there. All right, I'm going to watch that. I can't wait to watch that podcast. Okay, shall we get into some AFL? Uh, so last week, uh, it always feels like a long time ago when we do these, but uh, <laughs> nice we uh, actually started the week with a couple of uh, close encounters. Mm-hmm. One was better than the other in terms of standards, but uh, yeah, on uh, Thursday night, Sydney got the job done over the Western Bulldogs by two points. Uh, could have gone either way. Uh, one of the games of the year, if not oh, the yeah. game of the year so far, was uh, 
third v fourth, Melbourne getting the job done. Brisbane led by four goals with mm. seven minutes to go and somehow didn't manage to win the game. So mm. uh, their um, poor record at the MCG continues, unfortunately, and they'll have to wait to the finals now to rectify that. Collingwood smashed Fremantle as expected there. They're just too good at the MCG. Uh, Gold Coast, it was um, good money for them. St Kilda, again, they're the worst side in the eight at the moment. They don't think they will finish in the finals and they got beaten soundly by Gold Coast in a very ordinary match. Mm. Um, professional throw of the year, top rope, you would have loved this. Uh, oh, yeah. Carlton were off the map. Uh, Port Adelaide must have paid for their end of season trip. There's no <laughs> other way to put it up and about. They came in with a 13-game winning streak and that was uh, – they debacle. They did not try, didn't no. put in an effort. Uh, Carlton got a massive victory, but yeah, uh, how there's not an inquiry into that, uh, uh, to be honest, Van Inkham. Um, Geelong absolutely smashed Essendon, disappointing. I, I think if you check last week's podcast, someone might have tipped uh, Geelong pretty strongly uh, to beat your Bombers and you weren't having any of it. Um, didn't see too many texts <laughs> from you during the game. Um, <laughs> It was over very quickly. 47 points to oh. one top rope was the first quarter score there. So uh, Nikki, by the time she sat down after dinner, that was done and dusted. And uh, the Giants got an important victory against Adelaide uh, away from home. Adelaide were very disappointing. Uh, they're right on the nose at the moment. And the Sunday two games, let's talk about them less the better because they were disgraceful. Hawthorne smashed the Kangaroos uh, 16-3-17 and Richmond got the job done over West Coast. Thanks, MG. Okay, let's have a look at some round 18 stats. All right. So we've got seven out of nine faves, five of nine covers, four of nine over totals, and six out of nine for the home teams. And for the season, we sit at 66% faves, 49% covers, 53% over totals, and 54% for the home team. Yeah, you can see we're probably getting around that mark. We've talked about it a few times this year. The favourites generally run around 70%. It's probably uh, the break-even, I guess, mark for mm -hmm. punters or thing. So that's getting very close. Uh, and you can see the covers and um, the totals are really evening yep. up as the year goes on. The home teams are probably down a little. Um, but, yeah, other than that, the stats are probably running pretty true overall after 18 rounds. Thanks, MG. All right, let's go to some NRL top rope. Walk me through it. Yeah, we had the, uh, the Knights beat the Tigers 34 and then a pretty low game there. Tigers bit stiff some refereeing decisions in that one, but uh, uh, late try I saw the Knights cover the 10 and a half start in that one. Uh, Broncos smashed the Bulldogs at Belmore 44-24. I got the young fellow up for that one, six-year-old, and he uh, thoroughly enjoyed Belmore, but uh, uh, he was appalled by the uh, the lackluster defence for Canterbury, who are now conceding 44 points a game over their last block. Uh, Cowboys beat the City Hills 33-18, in a uh, fairly doer affair. Storm smashed the rest of the SCG 36 final score flattered the Chooks there. A couple of late ones, but Storm absolutely smashed them in the second half. Big, big trouble for the Chooks for some reason. Tedesco. Uh, Warriors bumped the Sharks 40-12. They were diabolical. Uh, Brunella had continued their... Diabolical running against top eight teams where they have an appalling record. Panthers stuck up against the Dolphins 24 14, swap resting all their players. Dolphins covered a big start there. And the Eels beat the Titans 25 24 in that utterly disgraceful result for uh, uh, pretty much gifted the game by a referee, Chris Butler, and, and the referee there. Try that shouldn't have been awarded given no offside ruling for, for four players who were clearly in front of the kickoff, so I attempted to field goal attempt. A pretty badly refereed dance from, from by the worst referee in the pot there. But so, uh, uh, close round to the, the, the Eels and the Titans, they get hit wind. I follow three. 
Thanks, Top Rope. Oh, my God, I love the ref comments. Okay, let's go look at the bookie wrap. So we've got seven out of seven faves, five or seven covers, four or seven over totals, three or seven home teams. And for the season, we sit at 66% of faves, 47% of covers, 49% over totals, and 56% for the home team. Yeah, the way this is tracking, favourites winning, favourites are covering. So that's where this kind of back end of the season's uh, not really coming into the form. We're certainly seeing yeah, a lot more errors as well. So, um, what you take out of it is you probably need to find more of a reason to back an under, more more of a reason to back a plus. So, um, first in class should be on a minus or another. Thanks, Top Rate. Okay, let's have a quick, quick, quick wrap of some global rap sport. I know we've already covered the golf, but uh, the cricket kicked off last night, the fourth test. Yeah, Aussie sent in to bat. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty even, Stevens. Eight for two ninety nine mm-hmm. was the uh, first day. So yeah, very important uh, test match. I think there's some weather around, so mm-hmm. uh, it's going to be yeah, it's going to yeah, be yeah, going to be pretty tough. And obviously, England need to uh, win to keep the series alive. So yeah, it's all part of a uh, very big week in sport. Mm-hmm. And um, we we'll just quickly touch on Wimbledon because obviously Djokovic lost in an absolutely thrilling final. Absolutely thrilling. Yeah, yeah, that's how you want to see the finals coming oh, out. Yeah. Obviously, for the men's, we we said that all the way through the yeah. betting. The um, you know, two favourites stood out um, mm. as whether whether uh, race could stand up against Djokovic. It was number one v number two in the world. Yeah. Uh, Djokovic obviously going for a piece of history at twenty four majors. Oh. Um, but yeah, five sets of high quality tennis yeah. and uh, yeah, an amazing final. And you know, for a young kid, he's the world's no- youngest number one uh, to already have two majors under his belt. Um, yeah. Basically, it's them two holding up the whole men's uh, sport at the moment <laughs> of tennis. <laughs> I'd agree with you there. Okay, and quickly on the cycling, the Tour de France, what have we got? Vineyard, oh, 101. Yeah, Surely all over last done. night. Yeah, he opened up a big lead, seven and a half minutes in front now. So he'll uh, just travel the way into Paris and uh, he'll go back to back. Oh, wee patty. Okay, and then the Women's Soccer World Cup, we've got USA 350, Spain 530, England 560 and Germany $9. Was that your hot tip last week? Top rope, you said Germany for the women? Oh, well, yeah, as a natural, uh, natural soccer symbol, I've, I've took Germany for, for the women's. <laughs> and Jeff Sox, you know, I've got other uh, soccer or the women's world cup. And uh, a great friend, Brad Gray, took uh, in the last two world cups, and he really is a sports bet. So, taking investor in a row. All right, $9, not a bad bet in Australia. Yeah, I think uh, from last week, but Australia have just tightened a little from yeah. 11 to eleven into $10, but also Spain have now gone in front of England. Um, for mm-hmm. second overall in the betting. So there's been a few changes in the last week lead up to it, yeah. So We look forward to a really good tournament there. Okay, now it is time for Thursday Lines, proudly brought to you by topsport.com.au, family-owned and operated for over 35 years. Bet with a bookie you can trust. Bet with Topsport. Let's get straight to some AFL premiership prices, MG. Yeah, Collingwood has continued to firm. Um, you know, it's uh, it's not theirs to lose by any stress. There's a lot of football to be played. It's still mm. six weeks to go, but obviously they're going to uh, probably finish on top now. Mm. And um, they, you know, they got to have to teams are going to have to come through and beat mm. them on the MCG, which mm. have been uh, other than the close loss to Melbourne. So they're very uh, very strong. Uh, not much between the next, I guess, yeah. four overall. They'll probably jump around a bit, and then you can see a big gap out to Carlton yeah. and the Bulldogs, who uh, the bottom half of the eight have just been making up the numbers more or less. So. Uh, yeah, Collingwood, uh, very, very strong favourites at this stage. Well, if you were on them early in the year, you'd be absolutely happy right now, but yes. yeah, you're still happy with your Brisbane? Yes, yeah, Brisbane, well, they're going to have to come to the MCG and win it, but the, they've got the side to do it, but, uh, yeah, it's hard to get away from Collingwood at this stage. Well, I know one person will be very happy to hear that. <laughs> All right, let's have a look at some yeah. round 18. How'd you go? We've got three of seven. Oh. Yeah, no, not not the best week. Um there was there was some closest yeah. results, like, you know, you win some, you lose some yeah. kind of thing. But yeah, no, it just couldn't get going. Kind of got a win, got a loss, got a win, got a loss, yeah. and then uh, yeah, finished out down five. So uh, 
Yeah, it's now dropped below the uh, the plus ten percent as well. So uh, only just below. Gonna have to hit back this week, but geez, uh, it's finding it hard to find um, some good bets in round nineteen uh, compared to round eighteen. So just gonna have to dig a little deeper and be a bit patient. But yeah, um, not not the best week. Yeah, I think it's the fourth or fifth losing week for the year so far. So uh, I have to hit back this week. Oh, you're gonna hit back. I know you will. Yeah, just follow the stings and you get the tips. All right, let's have a quick look at some NRL premiership prices. Oh, the Panthers. Stop right. Walk me through it. Oh, sickening. Penrith just firm at the top there. No one's really challenging him. Um, Melbourne were very impressive last week. Uh, with Papanazzi potentially back, we could see, yeah, to see them kind of make a run. Oh, I'd be laying, I'd be laying the Broncos until your nose bleeds. I reckon they're uh, um, severely overrated. I'll, I'll, I'll be back in the midst of four at the moment. I don't know they smashed the walls last week. I don't think they got anything at all. That's a struggle. Yeah, it's funny. South and the Cowboys are on the fringe of the eight there, but they're probably the Cowboys are the hottest team in the NRL, and the Rabbitohs finally get all their big guns back. They've had about a month where Origin, all those other got the Trell back, they got Jaira back, Cody's back from Origin, Cam Murray's back from Origin. Had a week off last week. You kind of think this is when they make their run. Yeah, and two things to watch: Cowboys, obviously. Um, uh, I yeah, very well, but that's all. I couldn't back on the price, but worth watching. And the Warriors got a very easy run in. You know, they're, they're not hopeless. They're not without a chance to win the minor premiership. So you've got to think that $40 is maybe a touch for value, but really, it's hard to look past it at the moment. It's sickening to hear for all NRL fans, unless you go for Penrith. Okay. What did you get? Three or five for the week? Walk me through that. Uh, three or five for the week. Uh, yeah, I think I can't have it. I was just ahead, but maybe just behind there. Um, and it was a couple of close front things. How unlucky it was that the, the Tigers, but the Tigers are a decent plus. And uh, once again, they let us down uh, late. A bit stiff with the refereeing there, but uh, uh, and also lost the uh, the over total in the Manly uh, Cowboys game. It might have been the one of the few guys that didn't go over for the weekend, so big thanks to the uh, Cowboys and Seagulls that one. Oh, I love your commentary. Okay, punters, if you haven't signed up already, you need the GGO way and the AFL stinks, and you can get that in the Little Birdie live shop. All right, let's go straight to the AFL. Essendon and the best Western Bulldogs, Friday night, 7.50. Bombers, 2.15. The Bulldogs, $1.67. The Lions, 5.5, and, and the over-under, one seventy and a half. Yeah, Friday night, mm. uh, back to Friday nights this, uh, for this round, so no Thursday night game, please note. Um, we've got uh, 8th v 7th this week, so crucial for both teams. I think just with their with their draws going along, I think uh, it's not it's not an elimination final or anything like that. With only six rounds to go, I think both of these sides with their draws will make make the final yeah. eight. So um, it's obviously advantage if you if you do win this game. I don't think there's too much between them. Both on nine and eight as a record. Uh, both did lose last week, so they'll be looking to rebound. The early money's been for the Bulldogs. They opened two and a half to five and a half now, which I think's more about where it should be. So I think now it'd be a pretty competitive game. I think the total's about right too. 168 to 170. Uh, so it's hard to find a play here. But on the stats, uh, Bulldogs have won uh, eight and one against Essendon head to head, and they've covered 10 and three. So they've got a dominant uh, mm -hmm. record over Essendon. Essendon can hang their hat on. They've won their last four at the Dome. So they do play that well. Um, the query a bit on Essendon is off a, a six day break compared to an eight. Yeah. Uh, and they did come off a smashing against Geelong, mm -hmm. whereas the Bulldogs. 
probably could have easily just won the game against Sydney, has lost it. So I think the Bulldogs are going a little better at this stage. Um, in terms of players, Smith, uh, Phillips will come back in probably for Essendon and the Ruck to help him out, and Smith should come back in for the Bulldogs. But, yeah, I don't think there's too much in it, but I think it'll be a good game. Well, one to watch for sure. Some nice watching there on Friday night. Okay, all right. Now let's go straight to the Rabbitohs and the Broncos. Oh, you must be looking forward to this one on Friday, 8 o'clock. So we've got the Rabbitohs at $1.60, the Broncos two thirty-five. The line is 4.5 and, and the over under 45.5. Top rate. Yeah, uh, back in the bus and the bunnies, back in the part on this one. Uh, you're really trying to see South Pack to, to full strength or close to full strength here. Uh, Latrell Mack is obviously so, so important for them. But, um, Sunshine Coast, neutral venue, um, close to Roosevelt, obviously, but the, the Bunnies just go so, so well as a favourite and go well as an interstate favourite. Covered 40 of 60 as a favourite, 16 and 70 as a spirit as an interstate favourite. There's far and away the best interstate favourite record in the comp just out of Melbourne, but uh, well ahead of everybody else. They've got a great record of a loss. They've got a great record of scoring 30 plus. The Broncos cover just three as nine as an underdog. Oh, I think CS for a much better team. I think they're going to solve it Okay, I can't watch. This is some great Friday night watching. I'm going to have to switch between the two. KO will get a workout. <laughs> Let's go um, straight to Port Adelaide and the Magpies. This really should be a good game, MG. Saturday, 7.40 game, $1.92 for Port Adelaide, $1.85 for Collingwood, no line, and the over-under, one sixty four and a half. Can they bounce back, Port? Yes, they threw the game, you said. Yeah, professional throw last week. Uh, <laughs> I don't understand why, but yeah, second v first this week. Uh, so this one, yeah, been uh, circled on the calendar for a while, definitely to uh, see how they go up against each other and how they uh, perform. Uh, I think advantage, obviously, Port Adelaide being at home, but, mm. uh, you know, some interesting stats here with Collingwood that uh, they have won seven straight um, at Adelaide Oval, so they mm. have no fear going there at all. And, um, you know, Collingwood, yeah, even though Port have won 13 of the last 14, Collingwood have won 12 of the last 13. So these two sides are at their powers. Uh, have won 14 and 15 games on the year. I just can't go against Collingwood at this stage in terms of like, you know, they, they just keep turning up. They're very consistent side. Now won four straight and their only loss uh, in basically three months has come to Melbourne at four points. They could have snuck away with that. So Collingwood have now won 27 of the last 30 games. Uh, as I said, seven straight at Adelaide. So they hold no fears going in. Uh, they've covered six six of their last seven, whereas Port haven't covered um, one and six. So I think I'm going to stick with Collingwood. I think the market's come down a lot. So the week before, Collingwood was much as plus eight outsiders, and now they're slight favourites, which I think that's where they should be. There is a bit of weather around, so I'm going to stay out of the total. Mm-hmm. May bet late in that game. Uh, just note that Colling- these two teams played in round two, and Collingwood smashed them by 71 points. So... It was at the MCG, but I just think uh, Collingwood have definitely got the wood on them. And, um, you know, if you like Collingwood, I'd bet Port might probably just hold fire and watch the game. All right. Thanks, MG. Okay. Let's go straight to the Cowboys and the Eels. The Cowboys, uh, so what have we got? Saturday at 7.35. Cowboys, $1.38. Parramatta, $3.05. The line is 7.5 and, and the over under 47.5. Uh, yeah, Eels, a couple of big suspensions. Might know Michael Seaver spent it for four weeks, three Campbell Yard at the same time. Uh, I think they're a bit of strife for the Eels. They're uh, pretty poor travellers. They've covered just three of their last uh, uh, tour interstate. Cowboys, what has anything last flying at the moment? It's still got flogged by the Tigers. They've been airborne. Uh, they've smashed some good sides as well. They've smashed the bunnies. They've smashed the storm. And they're totally annihilated the Tigers. A um, couple of good spots for you. They've covered 13 of 18 when favour more than a converted try. They've covered 10 of 13 of conceding 10 of fewer. Oh, I think the Cowboys will all go down and get a daily slip. 
All right, the Cowboys there. Thank you. All right, let's go straight to Melbourne and Adelaide. Uh, Sunday afternoon game, Melbourne, $1.35, Adelaide, three ten. The line is 18.5 and the over-under, 166.5. Yeah, two teams heading in different directions mm-hmm. just currently at the moment. Melbourne, good win last week. They're on fourth and the ladder. Adelaide falling out of the uh, the eights at the moment, down to 12. So Melbourne won two in a row. Adelaide lost two in a row currently. Uh, like Melbourne here, I think 18s. Um, Probably about a goal short of where it should be. Mm. Maybe it hasn't moved at, at all at the moment. The market being very sold at eighteen, but yeah, I'd, I'm I'm keen on Melbourne here. I think the key is the location at the MCG. Yeah. Um, Melbourne in Victoria this year, uh, nine and one, and Adelaide when they're outside of Adelaide, are one and six, and I think that's just carries too much weight. Yeah. Adelaide at the MCG have lost their last seven straight, so. Yeah. Really keen on Melbourne here. I think the market will have to start going that way at some stage. It is doesn't. I'm keen to back Melbourne at minus 18. The total, probably going to stay out. I just think Melbourne, um, eight out of their last nine have gone under, whereas Adelaide are 11 and six on the over. So both teams play different styles. I think if Melbourne are going to win this game, they'll control it from the back half. Um, so I'm keen on Melbourne to stay out of the total. All right. Thanks, MG. Okay, we go straight to the Sharks and the Sea Eagles Sunday afternoon. Cronulla, $1.35. Manly is $3.20. The line is 8.5 and over under 46.5. Top rate. Yeah, plenty of changes for the Sharks. A couple of injuries, but uh, uh, also notably uh, some much-needed uh, sackings considering some very poor performances. So, pleasant to say that. Most notably, either the Sharks against teams outside the top eight, 33 and 16 at the spread. They smash bottom half teams. They get beaten or, or don't perform to market expectations. The top is very easy side to read. Love that. Covered four or five of Shark Park. They've covered 27 of 43 as a favourite of four or more. A couple off for the, uh, the Seagulls. Covered just two of the last 11 with no turbo. Three of their last 11 on the road. It's an undoable eight or more. Uh, care on the Sharks here. I think they will uh, uh, do it pretty easily. Uh, where to hold them. Thank you. I'm happy to cheer the Sharkies here as well with you. Okay, let's go quickly through the last five NRL games. We have uh, St. George and the West Tigers. St. George, $1.63. The Tigers are two thirty. The line's four and a half and the over under 44 and a half. It's going to be next level sickness turning off the Open Championship to put on uh, lasting on the second pass. <laughs> it's uh, uh, key in the Dragons. So very key in the Dragons, actually. It's a... Uh, uh, Wollongong's the key to this one. They've covered nine of the last twelve Wollongong Dragons. Four of the last five as a favourite at the ground. The uh, the Dragons have also covered eleven of eighteen when favoured. The Tigers five of fifteen of a double digit loss. They've got plenty of drivers at the club at the moment. Happy to be with the Dragons. All right, St George all the way. Let's go to the next game. So we've got New Zealand and Canberra. Let's hopefully this is a good one. The Warriors a dollar forty. Raiders two ninety five. The line is six and a half, and the over under forty two and a half. This is a great game. This is going to have a major bearing on the uh, make sure the top four here. Both teams are fighting out for for a spot at the moment. Playing uh, the Warriors, be concerned about the weather. It looks like weather's going to be diabolical. So forty two and a half might be a good bet at the end of this. It'll be getting a slow sign up, but certainly it's a heavy rain forecast. But how to get past the Warriors here? They've covered five of the last six against the Raiders. They beat them only six weeks ago, 36-14 in Jared Crocker's Thranderance. They hold form off a good defensive shown, covered five or six off Petitia Torsio, and they've covered seven or ten at Mount Smart. Raiders not the best team, probably just three of nine in the state with the Warriors. Not a huge amount of confidence, but uh, uh, back in them. But the two worst performances of the year have come on very heavy track, so... If the rains do come and there's a heavy track, oh, I'd be probably staying at this one just backing up. Okay, so keep a watchful eye there. We go straight to the Titans and the Roosters. The Titans, two twenty five. The Roosters, a dollar sixty five. I don't know how. And the line is three and a half and the over under forty six and a half. Yeah, I don't know how either. It uh, makes 
zero sense to me how this rooster size in the state for three and a half points. Like, but I don't love much about the Titans here. The rooster have won nine straight against the, uh, the Titans. But I, I, can't, I just can't have Chooks as an interstate favourite here. The Titans have covered eight of their last 11, or 24 plus, seven of their last 11 as a home day game, and three of the last four clutch dirts of Roosters have been decided by six points or fewer. Probably some value. Probably not taking the plus turn off. Just take the, the Titans outright and, and uh, hope for the best there. All right, the time's out right there for top rope. Let's go straight to the Knights and the Storm. The Knights are 3.30. The Storm is $1.33. The line's 8.5 over under 45.5. I cannot believe the line has got double this. It is astonishing that the, uh, the Knights are being shown such respect in the market. They are a bad team. They're a bad team at home, coming to 7 of 19. They're a bad team at home as a big underdog, coming to 3 of the last nine, getting more than the very try. Storm won 11 straight against the, the Knights. They've covered 8 of 9. The last two wins, 50 to 2, 48 to 4. They're the best interstate favourites around. Uh, well, close to the best interstate with the, with the Rabbitohs. 29 of 38, spread of the win of 13 plus that whole form. I'm all over Melbourne, which I think Melbourne will win this by 30. Ooh, by 30 there. Okay, pick your own line for top rope. All right, we go straight to Penrith and the Bulldogs. Penrith $1.01, the Bulldogs 15. The line is 28.5 over under 48.5. Yeah, this is a go I'm really looking forward to. Uh, 28 and a half line, biggest line of the season, only the sixth time since 2008 that a line has been north of 28 points. And the last four times have been the Panthers' favourite. They've covered three of them. Oh, the, the dogs are conceding 44 points again. Penrith really win this by as much as they want. Bought Cleary back. They've got their Rosen players back. I think I'll cover. I think this line will start north of 30. I think I'll cover it. So, um, yeah. It's, it's it's a dangerous game back in minus twenty eight half because if Penrith had to sort of the, off the pedal, well then you know you want to get a comfortable win. But yeah, I'd, I'd be leaning that way more than more than I want to be taking the dogs plus. Okay, thanks, Stop Rope. All right, punters, GGOA. You can get that in the Little Betty Live TV shop. Don't forget GGOA. All right, let's go straight to the last remaining AFL games, MG. All right, we've got Richmond and Hawthorne. Richmond a dollar thirty four. Hawthorne three ten. The line is eighteen and a half over under one sixty two and a half. Yes, this is my main bet for the week uh, that I've found so far. Nikki Keen on the Tigers here mm. minus eighteen and a half. They've got a dominant record over the Hawks. They've won uh, seven of nine the last three straight. And Hawthorne at the G have only covered one of their last seven games. So. Uh, Richmond have won five of their last six. They're playing for finals. They need to win yeah. five of their last six games in the run home. Oof. They won't be dropping this one to Hawthorne. I think they'll get the job done comfortably. Okay, the Tigers there for MG. Let's go straight to Carlton and West Coast. Why? Carlton $1.01, West Coast 15, line 65 and a half, <laughs> over under 174 and a half. Holy moly. Yeah, a bit like uh, top row speaking on the <laughs> NRL with the Penrith uh, line. Jeez, uh, I've stayed out of West Coast most of the year. Mm. I think it's going to continue. I think the line's high again, but again, Carlton can do what they like. West Coast don't try when they're on the road. They don't really try when they're at home either. Um, you know, the stats are they've lost 37 of their last 41. They've lost uh, 15 on the road. They've lost uh, four by uh, uh, 50 plus this year and stuff like that. Uh, Carlton's found form, soft part of the draw for sure. Um, they obviously did beat Port, who I don't think tried too hard last year, uh, last week. Sorry, but they've won their last four games all by over 50 points. Mm. So if you like the Blues, they do have Mackay out, but yeah, they can win this whatever they like, and uh, I will not be partaking. That is just turn off and don't watch. Okay, we go straight to Brisbane and Geelong. Brisbane, $1.47. Geelong, two sixty. The line, 13.5 over under, 174.5. Yes, this one will be a cracker, third v fifth. Uh, both in very good form. Brisbane have won four of the last five. Geelong have won three and a half straight. Um, 
the the Gabba record stands out for Brisbane here. They've won their last nine straight there. Um, Geelong do have a dominant record over Brisbane. They've won 13 and four in the head-to-head battle. And of the last five games they've played up there, they've won three of them. So they don't fear going to the Gabba. They're one of the few sides that don't. So this will be a cracking contest. I actually do shade Geelong here at the plus for that reason. Okay. Uh, I think it'll be a highly entertaining game. with plenty of points scored. Total's too high for me to get into. But yeah, I think this will be one worth watching. All right. I am going to tune into that one then for you. Let's go straight to the Dockers and the Swans. Fremantle, 210, Sydney, $1.68. The line, four and a half over under, 165 and a half. It's up and down in the AFL this week. This is not a good game. 15th v 14th, both these sides, their seasons are done, done and dusted. Six weeks out, they're in terrible form. Frio, probably the worst of it. Uh, they've lost three straight. Look like they may have chucked in the tower for the year. So all the money is for Sydney. Uh, Frio actually started a one and a half point favourite in this game, and now it's gone to Sydney minus four. So the punters look like they're all over the Swans. Um, you know, who did beat the Bulldogs by two points last week. So it is a tough road trip going to Perth. They won't get my money at that price, but Sydney have got a pretty dominant record of 10 and 6 against Freo head-to-head. But, yeah, I will uh, just be watching this one. Okay. Thanks, MG. Now we go straight to uh, GWS and Gold Coast. GWS $1.55, the Gold Coast $2.45. The line is 8.5 over under 165, 166.5, sorry. Yeah, two, the two newest teams in the comp uh, looking to play finals here. GWS have won their last five. They're one of the most informed sides under the top two of Port and Collingwood in the comp. Uh, they've certainly turned their season around. They need to... They need to virtually win out um, to make finals. I don't have them doing that. They've got too tough a draw, but uh, I don't think they'll drop to the Gold Coast in this one. They have a dominant record head-to-head. They're uh, 10 and 1 against uh, the Gold Coast. And interestingly enough, the favourites in this battle are 14 and 1. So I'm going to stick with the Giants. There is money for the Gold Coast. They've they've come down three points in the betting from 11 to 8. So the money is for Gold Coast. I'm going to wait late in this game. And if there's any more movement, I will be on the GWS for that reason. Okay. Late watch, follow the stings there. Let's go to the Saints in North Melbourne. Why? Uh, St Kilda, $1.17. North Melbourne, $4.90. That line is 33.5 and over under 162.5. It's one game in, one game out Mm. uh, this round. Uh, 6v17. Um, Geez, they're ordinary sides. St Kilda's the worst side in the top eight. They've lost four of their last five. Um, I don't think they'll be playing finals this year i think they look pretty tired at the moment uh just lucky they're they're drawing the next two weeks they do come up against uh, kangaroos and then hawthorne so they have a chance to turn around their season uh kangaroos are just completely chucked in the towel lost 15 straight can't be with them all the money is for st kilda open 28 and a half now to 33 and a half too big for me but it just looks like one-way traffic here so i suggest the punters if you're going to back st kilda get on now because i don't think the line's going to be turned around if you like the kangaroos at the big line i would wait late the total is creeping down and i think that's probably the better way to play if you're closing out your Sunday. 165 down to 162. I think this will be a low-scoring scrap, especially on the kangaroo side of it. Mm-hmm. So the play for me would be the under in this game. Thanks, MG. Okay, punters, you need the AFL stings, and you can get that from $25 a week in the Little Birdie TV shop. He always sends out tips. He's always got them. Get the AFL stings. All right, that is a wrap for this week. Thanks for having me for this Thursday on your Thursday line show. Follow us on YouTube. Download our podcast everywhere you get your good podcasts from, uh, Apple Store, Spotify, SoundCloud, Follow Little Birdie TV. We are on Insta and Twitter. Remember, all your footy betting is at topsport.com.au. Join us next week. Hopefully I'll be around. Punt well, punt responsibly, and have a great weekend. Thank you.